All right, welcome back to my podcast. This is Brittany Shroud. This is another segment featuring Jamal Shroud. The topic for tonight is do cooking keep a man and or should a man eat first? Well, my perspective on does cooking keep a a man or cooking could keep a woman could cook and keep a relationship alive um that's the aspect i feel it's a key essential but it's really not a make or break situation uh, because in this society it's like a microwave society uh, you could just go out and grab something to eat uh you know you just go to a restaurant on a daily basis there are so many options and especially with this uh self-quarantine going on there are so many different sales going on as well too at restaurants but to tie back it to tie it all back together i feel cooking does not keep a quote-unquote man or quote-unquote woman or a relationship cooking is a good essential to have of course so you want to know how to cook or want to have a spouse know how to cook but there are so many different options out there why do you think um this was like a key essential back in the days for women um maybe because of lack of resources or back then they kind of didn't have restaurants or yes it was it's the lack of resources um like i said this society everything is so quick and so instant so instead of cooking a home-cooked meal and everything that's going to take three or four hours we could easily order it online have it delivered to the door and boom. And what if you have money for that? If we don't have the money for that, then we could go to McDonald's and make some If you don't have the money for restaurants, food, you can't go to McDonald's. So what do you do if the person that you're with, like, don't have any food, like, options to cook? Because when you think about it, when you look at a person, I mean, they, once you have kids and stuff, you have to kind of know how to cook or... Cause that's on top within a lot of things. Like you might know know how to cook. For me, back in the, in the South, we match meals, and I know for you in New York, y'all kind of don't have a matching pattern of food. It's just kind of like y'all just cook. No, but that's from different perspective because you're from the South, so therefore your typical norm is different from people from the North. Right, that's okay. typical norm. So therefore, your matching skills is different from their matching skills. So you may see it as, oh, we just throwing it together, but at the same time, it's our matching skills is much different from yours. So it's just, it's just a different per se. Mm. So what do you feel like is the aspect of why that was a slogan, or what do you feel like? It's like I said, it's just a old fashioned statement that people kept it around. And like I said, as society changed, as women got more empowered, and as the independency start to roll off uh, with the you know women's movement and everything of that nature, uh, women don't have to be that stay at home mom or that mom that cooks in the kitchen and everything. The role the roles can be reversed. Or the roles can be done by everybody. Or the roles don't even have to be considered because you can go and get something to eat and stuff like that. Or, you know, you don't have to do that. So there's just so many different options now from the back in the 1950s and stuff like that. There are so many different things going on. 
also today a lot of men cook so it's not necessarily oh just a woman have to be in the kitchen it's men out here who want to be a chef or is a chef and yeah they cook i, I, I kind of do a little something yeah like that's that. kind of a lot like my fried beans you know and, it's not, it wasn't and my smothered beans, beans uh-huh. and everything so I, I do a little something now so a little something or nothing yeah um so how do you feel about this saying um men should be served first uh i don't i don't typically agree with that and that goes back with the double standard and everything of that nature but it goes with the old-fashioned mindset like that's old it's a mm-hmm. new it's a new day it's a new society and everything i feel the kids should be served first and everything but you know like when you go to the family cookouts and everything the kids eat first get mm-hmm. them out of the way make they play first and then the adults kind of go and do their thing that's the way i kind of will go at it as yeah and that's that's crazy because when they do have functions like that they say kids eat first but then in the household they believe the man supposed to eat first mm-hmm. because the man do the most work or definitely that's back in the day because today it's kind of equal most yeah. of the time as far as the woman working hard and even even staying at uh, being a stay-at-home mom we still working 20 times hard trying to keep the house together yeah. and your mind together because being a stay-at-home dad for these few <laughs> days is just like i need a time out i need a break and imagine me doing this every single day. Yeah, so just being at a stay-at-home dad, I thought it'd be not easy, but I thought I'd have more control over it. But it's kind of hard as well, too, because of the self-quarantine. So you can't just throw them in a the car and, okay, let's go here, let's go there. But so see, that kinda, I do that. I'm, I throw them in the car and I ride a thousand neighborhoods. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> but I like to do do things. So it's like we can't go to Hawaii. We can't do this. We can't do that. Because everything is shut down. Right. So it's just basically got to kind of come creative and everything. But it's, it's hard. <laughs> but, you know, just live to fight another day. <laughs> so. You sound like you're struggling. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Having kids is is different because when you want to sleep, day up. And I always tell you that I'm like it's no sleep. Like I literally wake up at six o'clock and my day start and it don't end until ten o'clock. And but I feel it'd be different if it was only one child. Yeah, if if I don't know because Carson sleep more than Grayson, so it's like. Really, it's the fact that Grayson feel like he'll miss something if he go to sleep. Now he in a stage of like, okay, I'm gonna miss something, so he has to stay woke. Half a lot of times he don't go to sleep because he's waiting for you to come home. So he'll walk to the door, oh, dad, dad, and I'm just like, okay, it's not time. And I mean, he always wants something to go, keep going, keep going. But it's definitely a game changer with that second child. But I feel. If it was only one, you could kind of get that like a like a pattern going because with two is like okay, yeah. I'm just saying with two is like okay, one to go to sleep and then one to pop up, Mm -hmm. and it's like okay, what do we do now? Well, see, you haven't been here the days where it's like I get two two hours. They get they both sleep two hours. Mm -hmm. But see, the thing about me is I don't go to sleep. I find something to work on, or I'm studying something, or I'm filming a video so it's just like 
I don't get, I don't go to sleep. I look at that time as like, okay, I need to take time for myself mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, okay, I need to take a nap. And then half the time, I'm like, okay, if I go to sleep, what if Carson wake up and then he fall off the chair? Even though that's not going to kill him or, you know, nothing crazy going to happen to him. Mm-hmm. It's just that I put that in my mind and I just stay up. And then later on, I'd be like, dang, I'm so tired. But then some days I have days where I just crash. Just like the other day when I just couldn't stop going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I just have days like that. And then I just make sure that he's safe. And that's just how it goes. So, so you feel like being a double parent uh what what you call it like fast uh i guess i could say fast that um is a game changer you mean having two kids mm-hmm. yeah two kids not having two kids having two kids back to back <laughs> i mean no that's no i feel that's not a problem the back to back part just having the two kids is different uh because it's just like there's no break uh like when you get one down and the other one's still rolling or both of them rolling mm-hmm. so that's how that goes but if you have one it's kind of like okay you can corner it off corner it off set, stop stop some things make some things go and everything but the back-to-back situation i feel as we kind of going through it all in one storm because mm-hmm. If we go through one child and then three years later, then we pop back in with Ooh. the newborn and stuff like that. And it's kind of going to be hectic, you know, going back through the loop and the cycle. And then the thing, Grayson will be three and then I'm thinking, like, oh, two more years and he's in school. And then start all the way back over. Right. Oh, my gosh. Right. That would be so insane. But other people probably beg to differ and probably argue that it's right. different. But I know from my situation, just kind of going through with Grayson, then boom, another one, boom. So we're still rolling with the same situation. Right. And then think about they both going to be over at the same time, like mm-hmm. that baby situation. So that's how Right, because it it's like, when one, Grayson going to turn two, Carson going to turn one. So it's just like... They they both gonna learn from each other. They both gonna raise the same, and one once one go off to college, and then the other one is literally right behind them, high school, middle school, all that. So it's just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. How you feel about? We should have had your mama on here, talking about the gaps, you know, because her gaps is large. Yeah. She so had how five, she... 10, 15, 20. Yeah. So that's kind of no. Five, fifteen, yeah, mm. yeah. But she said, but we don't talk about it before. She said it was different, and then because it's like my brother was in her younger stage, and then my sister came kind of a little five years after him, and then my sister was ten years after her, and then I came in the peak of time. Clearly, she wasn't thinking about no kids. So I couldn't imagine doing that. I would be traumatized if mm. I got pregnant at 35. Thinking it's all over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you got to go through the whole situation. And then like my sister was big. So she taking them, her to the doctor and thinking, oh, you know, and they come out. Well, both of them went to the doctor that day, but they came out like, oh, Miss Thompson, congratulations, you're pregnant. So she thinking like, oh, my sister did something. They're like, oh, no, we talking about you. And she just looking like. <laughs> I should've, they should have took a picture of her face on that She said she took day. so many pregnancy tests. And they like, we positive you pregnant. Like, they are, clearly they had blood work. So they knew she was pregnant. But she just couldn't imagine, I guess. Mm-mm. That's how I would feel. Like, if Grayson and Carson 
at 35, they'll be what, like, almost teenagers. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'll be so traumatized. Cause they'll be like, oh, like Grayson will be like 10. Mm. Oh my gosh. Well, how do you feel like waiting on those times, like, for them to be teenagers and? Well, I, I don't want to rush nothing. I'm just going through. The, I do. I do. Going through the motions and stuff. I don't want to rush it and try to make them like I can't wait till they be teenagers. I just not enjoying. teenagers, but I'm ready for them to like definitely be in school. <laughs> yeah. ASAP. I mean, I'm just enjoying each level, and each level has this. So far, each level has its challenges, but mm. uh, so far, I'm enjoying it. I think the the thing is, I think it's the beginning stage, and then it's like. The teenage stage, that's like probably the roughest time. Mm. Because both both of those times they figuring out themselves. In the teenage stage, I mean in the baby stage, they learn how to walk, talk, crawl. Right. They learning right from wrong. And then teenage stage, like, oh I'm I'm older now, I'm bigger, I'm stronger, I'm grown now. And then they go through that phase and then it's like you ain't made it there yet. So <laughs> Then when they become grown, it's like I want to come back home. Oh. <laughs> how would you? How would you take that? Like after they I'll get always, older, I always let my kids come back home. I don't care how old it is. I don't think I ever be that parent. Like, oh, you eighteen, get out the house. Like, even though I probably be thinking that, but I wouldn't force them. I would never be that parent to force them to go to college mm-hmm. or force them because I feel like every almost every millionaire out here don't have no degree. Mm-hmm. And then like like I told you, I seen this meme going around it was saying like nobody who work a nine to five is a millionaire and I was like when I seen that I was like duh like who the freak actually go to work work for ten dollars for thirty years and be a millionaire like so I wouldn't force them yeah you better go get the nine to five no if you think of that amazing business and you could put it together right and you need my help I'll be there ten times like I'll be there all the time just to help so yeah how you feel about that um, I feel as parents, we're going to give them the keys that they need to do, right. like to learn from, but I don't want to like shelter and baby them when they get older and stuff. And I don't want to push them out, but hopefully it'll go from Yeah, but you're not going to put them out if they can't well, yeah. stand on their feet because some kids just learn slow. Like they don't have the ability to oh okay i'm out on my own okay i gotta wash my clothes i gotta you know but sometimes in those situations if you don't let them fail in it then they won't learn from it but and it all depends on the child well it just depends on who you who you are mm-hmm. yeah because i mean at my when i was went off to college i was like well mature because I've, I've been working since high school so I felt like i was ready of course when i'm not when i started working and stuff i'm like dang like when I got older, like I said, like around 25, I was like, dang, I wish I was still like freaking in high school. Like, but you wish you could go back to high school? I would definitely do high school back over. Like, if I had like to stay in an era of my life, it would be high school. For real? Yeah, I was a cheerleader. I had fun, mm. games twice a week, practice every day. That was literally. All I did in my life. I guess. I mean. So you wouldn't live an era over? Um. Nah. From your childhood? Like, no type of. You wouldn't live running track over? 
I mean, it's over with. Bad, so. Yeah, but. If I could, like, probably not live it every day, but if I could, like, tele- like teleport and go back mm-hmm. in time, then I'd probably, like, go back there a lot. Like, Grace and them getting on my nerves one day, I was like, game! <laughs> like, <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, boom, I'm at a game now. And then it is, like, freeze for a whole day. Yeah. I don't know. If I had those abilities, they'd probably be frozen a lot. <laughs> at this age, but... Oh no! But um, that's how that goes. But I think what was the last question? You, that was, was only two. two yeah, main the, the question was um about kids eating worse. Because, I mean, the parent eating over. I don't mm-hmm. think I answered. Well, I just feel like, like I said, the kids eat first, and then your plate automatically come first. I always eat last anyway. So, well, they always say the mom supposed to eat last. So why is that? I guess they feel like because we making a meal or yeah. most of the time the mom fixed the plate. So it not make sense for me to fix the plate and then, you know, mm-hmm. but even I just fix our plate at the same time. So it, uh, I don't know. I definitely feel like the kids eat first because it don't make sense. If I, if I, um, like if we didn't have enough to eat, you're going to feed yourself over the kids. Like, come yeah. on now. <laughs> So yeah, do you have anything else you wanna? Um, nah, uh-uh. I don't have nothing else that. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Hope you guys stay encouraged and be the best versions of yourself. And we'll catch you guys in our next podcast. Peace.